You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Hello and welcome back to The People's Wrestling Podcast. I say welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks since we recorded, uh, mainly because I went away. Sorry, lads. Um, you didn't want to record without me. So, Aiden's here with me this week. Aiden, how are you? I'm fine. How was your holiday? It was lovely. Thank you very much. I went to... Slovenia. I also went to Italy, but only for a day. I, yeah, did you actually go to Venice? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I saw the caption on the photo and I just assumed that, oh, this place looks like Venice. Let's it's pretend it's, it's Venice. Because it, it was Venice. Oh, right, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, Venice is only about two hours from Ljubljana, which is the capital of Slovenia, in case you didn't know. Um, so we took a day trip there. I didn't know they were linked. Two countries. Of course they are. The whole of Europe is linked. No... I mean, as if they... I didn't know they shared a border. Oh, fair enough. Uh, but they do. So that was good. It was a lovely holiday. Thank you very much. Birthday for the missus. The big free o um, But don't tell anybody that. Even I've just put it on a podcast. Uh, Matt is also here with us this week. Matt, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Actually feeling positive? I am feeling positive. It was a good weekend of wrestling. You know what? There's been the most amount of wrestling I think I've ever seen in such a short period... Uh, it's been a crazy... Oh, we've got some dogs. Well, I even went to the fact that I watched Raw, Smackdown, and the 24 special episode today. Yeah. I haven't so seen that. six, six hours in total. That's the Hardy Boys one. Yeah. I've not seen that one. It is good. It's very, like, very candid. Mm. Lots of... And it's very honest. Lots of TNA footage. And, really? Yeah. They're allowed that? Mm-hmm. Wow. They bought the right. I'm sure that they bought the rights from Dixie Carter. They bought their like um, back catalog. their back catalogue, um, but I don't know if it's only for featuring certain superstars or if it's just everything. Mm. I think it was everything. Well, yeah, you should watch it. I was going to give it a watch earlier, but my internet on my phone was being a bit of a little prick, um, so I couldn't. Uh, also, I'd only just finished watching the NXT Takeover event. From Saturday, about um, five minutes. About ago. five minutes ago, yeah, I'd seen everything up to the to Johnny Gargano and Ch- Tommaso Ciampa match, and I'd also been able to avoid a spoiler this whole time. How? Which is like wow, amazing. Um, mainly because I've just stayed off Twitter, hence why I haven't read most of your tweets, Aiden. <laughs> I've just sort of stayed off Twitter for a few days, and amazingly, you managed to avoid things, so that's good. Um. But before we get to take over, we get, we should probably start with some news because there has been a few uh, things this week which we should talk about. Um, first up, some pretty sad news actually, um, but perhaps not unexpected. Um, it's the passing of Matt, one of your favourite ever WWE superstars, someone who you battled hard to get into that um, one of those new generation teams, Survivor Series, Survivor teams. Series teams. Yep, um, yeah. the man they call Vader. Leon yeah, White. It's, just, it's really sad news. Uh, we did expect it, but um, apparently he got pneumonia about a month or so ago and just couldn't shake getting over it. So Yeah. Yeah, they, they said he was. He'd started to make some progress in the last couple of days or the last week, and then on, on Monday night. Monday night around 10 o'clock, I think it was, he passed. It always seems to be in a way, doesn't it? Well, well, apparently that's that's what happens, isn't it? You get get better. 
you get better and then unfortunately you die. Mm. Do you remember a couple of years ago when he was given like six months to live? Yeah, I was just trying to figure out how long ago that was. I think it might have been around 18 months ago. So, I think it was longer than that. You know, the, the doctors obviously gave him that prognosis a while back and he's done obviously very well to to beat that. I think at the time I remember him even saying he, he'll be fine and that he will wrestle again. Which um, I think he did. I think he did, yeah. Um, I think he, he, he had a match against Will Ospreay. Did you? After, because yeah, he, he was slagging off the whole Osprey and Ricochet like when that circus was all going round. Yeah, and he ended up with a match with Will Osprey. Wow, that's crazy. Could that be Vader's last ever match? I don't know. I think he's wrestled more recently. Mm. I can't confirm that though. No, um, but it is a shame. Obviously, um, I can't. I don't know how old how old he was. Sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah, so that's no age really, is it? Um, but unfortunately, it's you know. Uh, Quite a decent age for a wrestler to a former pro wrestler to pass, uh, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I mean, sad news for obviously for Vader's family and Leon's family. Um, I'm sure WWE will want to honor him in some way. Um, Hall it's of just fame a shame. Yeah, I mean, it's just a shame that he hadn't gone in last year or this year because um, of. Uh, I think the news was quite, you know, well known at that point that he didn't have long left to live and I think it would have been a really nice touch for WWE to stick him in the Hall of Fame then um, I just yeah, I don't know they make some strange decisions with these Hall of Fames don't they yeah well, well, is, is it is it too late putting him in this year do you know what I mean would it be a little bit like it would seem oh, a bit like a knee jerk we'll just put him in yeah I don't my heart says well my head says I reckon they'll leave it for a few years um, but personally I think they should they should put him in now WrestleMania next year because I mean Vader was has such a great legacy not probably not so much in WWE but around the world for his antics in Japan and WCW and NWA and, and, and all well, that I have read a fact about him today I did not know he played in the Super Bowl did he? yeah yeah I didn't know that he was also the first 400 pound man to do a moonsault <laughs> recorded oh. I guess um he was way ahead of his time. Yeah, it was a hell of a moonsault. Um, but even his run in WWE for me was enjoyable. I mean, he came in around '95 sort of time. Um, you know, he never really hit the the real heights. I think he was towards the back end of his career already at that point. Um, but he came in with such a massive reputation for being this fearsome monster, and he was for a good year. Um, you know, I remember memorable match against Shawn Michaels probably remembered for the wrong reasons with Shawn throwing an absolute hissy fit um, during the match um, but you know that was his one proper singles title match there was a couple others in multi-man matches um, but he never really hit the heights and never really looked like becoming WWE champion um, according to all the dirt sheets he was supposed to win it that night as well wasn't he yeah, yeah there's a lot of apparent backstage politicking. But I don't personally. I don't see how that how WWE would have made Vader champion at that point. I don't think it was likely. But you know, never know. Um, but he had such a great career before um, before getting to WWE and to come up with such a great legacy. So for me, there's no doubt he'll go in. Um, I just think this brings it to the forefront, and he should go in next year for WrestleMania. Yeah. Got no problem with that. Someone who won't be going in the WWE Hall of Fame anytime soon is recently released 
Colin Cassidy or Big Cass. Um, now this has come. Yeah, his name as... is not actually Colin Cassidy. Is it not? No. What it's... is his real name? William Morrissey. William Morrissey. I prefer Colin Cassidy. Bill Morrissey. <laughs> um, yeah, he's been released by WWE as of what yesterday. Um, and uh, WWE would so rather. I'll just, I'll just put this out there. I wasn't his biggest fan, but I thought watching Money in the Bank, I was like, oh, I can, I can get behind him because actually he had a good match with Daniel Bryan. I thought, actually, do you know what? I'm going to give him a chance. And then the next day they released him. Yeah. Personally, I thought that was Big Cass's best match. Yeah. By the, a mile. Yeah, and by far. Him... And probably Daniel Bryan's best match since he's returned. I've quite, not necessarily enjoyed, but this is, it's been, since his return, this has been Cass's best singles run. Yeah, definitely. Um, there wasn't much of one before, but... No. Um, but he's, he, was, he was developing a character, but some, something must have gone wrong. Well, I've heard it's the um, going off script. Well, there, there's apparently a couple of things because they they release an article, if you can even call it that, saying Big Cass released. WWE's come to terms on the release of William Morrissey brackets Big Cass. That's it. Didn't no best of well luck in his, in his future, future endeavors. endeavors. And there's reports going around that apparently there's various reasons that he, he left. Um, apparently, the final call was made by both Vince and Triple H, which Vince you can kind of get, um, but it must be hard for. Triple H, yeah, who would have like had him come through NXT and gave him the news he was coming up to the main roster. So to have that man fire you must be tough. So apparently he was getting into a lot of backstage issues and arguments, um, and then yeah, that going off script segment. And apparently he also got in a big argument on an airplane with Vince, like really heated argument directly with Vince. Really, probably not the best idea. Um, yeah, short, yeah, shortly before not the that, you would have to be having an argument with. No, so um, yeah. Poor guy. And he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who was gonna uh gonna go to New Japan or go to the Indies and become a massive star. Yeah. He might maybe rock up in like TNA or something, but I don't see him being like a big independent guy, so I don't really know what it is he's gonna do next. No, because it well his main part of his storyline recently has been <laughs> slagging off the Indies. Um obviously storylines go out the window at this sort of time. Um, but I, yeah, I can't picture him on the, in the Ring of Honor or New Japan, especially. You know what? Fuck him. <laughs> you changed your tune quite quickly, man. Yeah, I know. Well, fuck it. <laughs> I think it's a shame. I personally think it's a real big shame. <laughs> Just reading a tweet here. Big cast lost Enzo, lost his girl, lost his ACL, and then lost his job. <laughs> Life don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> No. Yeah, who who would have thought in 2015 or even start of 2016 that out of the three of them, Carmella, Big Cass and Enzo, that Carmella would not only be the only one left, but the only one to have held a championship. Yeah, well, Enzo was the Cruiserweight champion. Uh, not, it wasn't any good <laughs> back then. Um, yeah, I know, that's a shocker. For me, it's a big shock. I'm, I'm generally a bit annoyed, a bit miffed by this one. Um... I think there could have been like Big Cast to me. If you look at Big Cast, you think right, Vince is gonna love him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so for he, something, there must, for, be, there must some be something fundamentally wrong or majorly wrong for attitude this to happen. Problems and... But you know, we've had other people with attitude problems. Enzo who, Mori, who weren't released. Um, Enzo, I don't think was released. I think he quit. Right? 
No. Didn't get released, I think. Did it get released? Yeah, that was what the statement was. Um, But, you know, that was for a completely different type of thing. Um, But, you know, there's other people with attitude problems. Famously, Shawn Michaels had a terrible attitude. He was released a couple of times by Vince back in the day, but not in his worst period. He was Vince's... Yeah, you look at Big Cass and you think, (laughs) Vince would love this guy. He's got everything that Vince needs. He's big, he's sweaty, and he's a man. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's a confusing one for me, personally. I think it's a shame, because as much as, well, as limited as he is in ring, uh, and, you know, as much as his prom- promos can sometimes be a little bit whiny, but I think that's maybe intentional, um, I think he was still young and had a lot to learn. And he had a very good basis on which to start from. Yeah. So, it's a shame. <laughs> Who's to say he won't be back soon? But you know, yeah. Like personally, if I think if you burn your bridges with Vince, you probably you're probably looking at a long time before he'll consider bringing you anytime anywhere near back to the company. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Maybe he'll be in the Hall of Fame a couple of years time. I I highly highly doubt it. Inducted <laughs> by Enzo. Oh God. That's the only way that Vince lets you back in, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Maybe he'll just go on and be Enzo's rap partner. <laughs> Someone suggested that, but apparently they do hate each other. So. Yeah, I think they genuinely now do absolutely hate each other. So did I? Did I send you and Dermore's tweet? Yeah, you did. Yeah, just said how you doing, which is um, you know not uncommon uncommon for Enzo to tweet. We can't really call him Enzo anymore, can we? His name's Eric. Eric, um, real one. Um. But yeah, any more news from you guys? I mean, that's they're two pretty major stories from the um, world of wrestling this week. Well, NXT UK. Well, yes, there is this. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you want to expand? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> well, it's so this is coming about from the um, the UK. Uh, tournament that was, has taken place over the last well it was two days was it Monday Tuesday I think it was yeah, um, yeah at, at the Royal Albert Hall um, a firstly on the first night a tournament to decide who would face Pete Dunne for the United Kingdom Championship on a Tuesday night um, I don't actually know who won this do do you guys know yeah okay well I don't want to know because it's, it should be it's aired next week right? it, is, it is happening next yeah, it's getting Monday, Tuesday yeah, on the network. Yeah, so again, I've managed to avoid this. Um, so I'm keen to keep avoiding it. I'm not sure, quite sure how long I can avoid it for, though. Um, and also I've when seen, I'll ever get the time to watch the bloody thing. I've seen pictures of the venue. Yeah. It looks bloody amazing. Yeah, it did look cool. Uh, and I've seen the video of them announcing the NXT UK news. So, Matt, have you got some more info for us? Wait one second. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it up. Wee! Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I have seen the video. So Triple H, I think, announced this uh, in the ring in front of the live crowd. I've seen a couple of home filmed, well, phone filmed videos of the announcement. On the camcorder machine. On, on the old, old, the old camcorder. Um, so yeah, I'm just waiting for that news. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you some news not about this while we wait. <laughs> Go on then. So, did anyone hear... Did, does everyone know that a AAA, 
the Mexican um, wrestling yeah, yes. uh, company is going to be hosting a show at Madison Square Garden this year. I thought it was Ring of Honor. Well, the show for AAA is planned to go ahead, but Ring of Honor were going to do a show at Madison Square Garden over WrestleMania weekend, mm. and um, reports have come out that Vince has personally contacted uh, Madison Square Garden to tell them not to allow them to do any dates whatsoever with Ring of Honor. Wow. So now that show wow. is cancelled. That's weird. I thought, I well, thought not that at that like, venue anyway. I thought that was like official. No, they they put it out there saying we want to, we're going to be doing a show. Yeah, and then it got out. That's really Cause, petty. Cause, yeah, because WWE like very nearly have exclusive exclu- exclusive access exclusivity um, with MSG. Um, they they've made like a special allowance for AAA, hmm. but why though? Do they not see AAA as a threat? I think yeah. Is is AAA trying to expand their American market, which is fine and good for the business or whatever? Whereas Ring of Honor already are American market, so yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, that's not going ahead. That's a shame. It's a shame for Ring of Honor. Yeah, it does seem like with it's in these days, you think maybe that sort of exclusivity, as you say, would be over. Yeah, like it's. I, there's just reports that Vince called them or Vince spoke to them personally. Whether or not that's true, I don't know, but. With WWE lately, it does very, um, especially the reports around Vince, it does seem very hot and cold. Whereas sometimes you'll get, um, like, wow, I can't believe WWE are doing this. This is really cool. And then other times it's like, really? I can't believe they did that. That's really petty. Yeah. Um, you never know what you're going to get with them. No, you never know what you're going to get with WWE these like, days. Have you heard the whole... Um, uh, Triple H talking about potential um, collaborations with collaborating with New Japan and all that stuff. And you think like, well, yeah, it's someone like Triple H. You think isn't gonna say that without it, without actually, any sort without of potential of it ever it. actually happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then for them to be like, no, you can't have Madison Square Garden. It's a bit like. Get over it. It's only Madison Square Garden. Yeah, well, it's a big deal to Vince. I know that. Yeah, uh, I know it is. Idea. But I mean, is, is he going to stop every ever, like? He's not stopping every wrestling promotion from from putting on a show there. Um, I think any wrestling promotion that's going to put on a big show there, he probably will have. But why? Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't have an impact on WWE's bottom line. The people who are going to watch. Um, Ring of Honor at Madison Square Garden are still going to watch WrestleMania at uh, the MetLife. It's you know it's it's not a massive issue. There is enough. I'm wondering where they're going to go around. So where are they going to have Hall of Fame? I assume it would be at the Barclays Center. Because last time they were at the MetLife, they had it at Madison Square Garden. What the, the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I'd assume. Barclays. Is, is the Raw after at Barclays or is it in in, in New Jersey? No, it will be at Barclays because before they had the Eyes of Centre, which was right next door to the MetLife. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Need to find that one out. Um, but yeah, um, that's a, yeah, really petty from WWE. Yeah, a little bit of a shame, but I'm sure they'll find another that's venue which is more willing to take them. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Which has become basically their new well, New York home because they're going to what Los Angeles back for SummerSlam, aren't they? Oh yeah, are they? Uh, yeah, I think so. No, there's a takeover Brooklyn. 
this year, but ne- from next year. Oh, as in you mean 2020? 2019. No, yeah, 2019. 2019, it won't be in New York. Yeah, oh, right, be, yeah. Uh, Not the next SummerSlam. In LA. Not the coming one. No. Not the coming one. Um, Matt, how about that news? So, NXT <laughs> UK is going to be a series featuring the greatest competitors from the UK and Ireland. Uh, the UK Championship titles plus two new championships will be on the line. The UK Women's Championship title and the UK Tag Team title will be on the line. Wow. This is big news. So, well, we've been promised this for a long time, haven't we? Well, we were promised, I think, a weekly British-based TV show. Um, we were promised promised plans for. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like that's finally coming to fruition. It was probably about two and a half years ago that we were first sort of talking about It started last year this. when they did the tournament. Was that really not that long ago? It was in January. So, do you, do you want to know the dates? Go for it. So, we've got... Saturday the 28th of July and Sunday the 29th of July. They'll be in Cambridge. Uh, the 25th and the enough. 26th of August is going to be at the NEC Birmingham. That's a big uh, arena for October 13th, October 14th is going to be in Plymouth. And then on November 24th, November 25th at the Liverpool in Liverpool. Ah. So this isn't a, a weekly show. No. <laughs> the show's happening once a month. Yeah, I mean, it's happening once a month, but I think they'll they'll record, what, two episodes? Yeah, I would imagine and so. Then, and then play them probably every other week, right? <laughs> Not really sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's got to be good for the British West, uh, wrestling scene. So I'm assuming we'll see a lot of new names, uh, yeah, especially for WWE. And I'm assuming... We'll see people still turning up in independence and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they'll definitely be like they—they they have a special relationship with the likes of Progress Wrestling, don't they? And ICW, uh, ICW, um, and so I'd assume there'll be quite a bit of um, swapping between those brands. Um, but yeah, it can only really be a good thing, I think. It's been yeah. so long. Tickets go on Friday the twentieth of June. You're sorry. Tickets go on sale. On the- uh, Friday the 29th for, for all events for all the events yeah oh, okay that's brilliant so it's going all over the country as well by looks a bit apart from you know further north than Liverpool but <laughs> um, who wants to go anywhere yeah who wants to go further anyway? north than Liverpool who wants to even get there yeah um, sorry to any of our northern listeners but it is a slum uh, anyway moving on just the whole of the north <laughs> I should know I went to uni there for three years Grim, and it was bleak. They literally have a place called Grimsby. Let's <laughs> that far up north. Still, yeah, it's pretty far. Further north than here. Yeah. Um. Right. Is that the news? You reckon we're done with the news? I believe so. Apart from our um, maybe a potential addition to the gossip column. Oh. 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 Well, it's nothing that you two don't already know because I've already sent you a screenshot of it. But apparently, oh, right, yes. There's a. Uh, to continue our John Cena and Nikki Bellas um, saga, <laughs> there, uh, John Cena has apparently vowed to get his vasectomy reversed so he can have a baby with Nikki. Okay, can I just ask, why the fuck has he already got a vasectomy? Because he didn't want any children. Because he hates kids. <laughs> no, why not? I bet he hates I, going I around Heath Slater's house. Procedure. You are sorry? I don't understand having that procedure 
you don't want kids. But that's the way so of I'm avoiding just, having kids, right? Just put something on it. Well, some people don't enjoy that as much. Yeah, and they're not foolproof. If you set that for the rest of your life, you're never going to have a child, then, yeah, don't see why not. But from what I've read about this story, is that John's, they, neither of them actually mentioned the word vasectomy. Um, they just sort of alluded. Infer, alluded to the fact that he had an issue which meant that he <laughs> couldn't have kids and that he would have the surgery to fix it. Um, which obviously, to you know, in layman's terms, means he has vasectomy. a vagina. He might not have very strong swimmers. Um, I, personally, I think John Cena swimmers would be the best swimmers in the whole entire world. Well, you don't know, do you? <laughs> um, I saw a quite a funny tweet about this. Someone said, even John Cena's sperm kicks out too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, one for the gossip, Colin. This Never ongoing fought. Cena, Bella... Saga. Saga is, uh, you know, proving quite interesting. Anybody seen Turtle Bellas? No, I still haven't seen it yet. I need to start recording it. Matt, you seen any? No, I've seen one. It's actually, not going to lie, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Who would have thought that we'd ever be talking about John Cena's sperm on a podcast episode? Well, we mentioned, we talked about everything else of his. Um, well, we're scraping the barrel. We mentioned his, his goatee that he had for a while. We did mention that, yeah. Um, his hairline particularly annoys my girlfriend, which is great. Oh, this is yeah, this is what I wanted to bring up actually. Um, Natasha, my girlfriend, fully roped Speaking into of wrestling. <laughs> she got fully sucked into the world of wrestling, sports entertainment, whatever you want to I'll call say it. Fully, honestly, you should have. Yeah, well, for a day, but you should have seen her, right? Uh, Watching the Omega Ricarda match live because like she she was coming round and um, I completely forgot that Dominion was going to be on. Do you know what? I'm still not seen any of Dominion. Really? What? <laughs> not seen any. Um, so I I got up and started getting ready and was, I checked Twitter and it was like ten minutes to Dominion. I was like fuck. So I started watching it and she came round at about t- um, half ten eleven and it started at eight. So um, we're watching the. We saw the end of the Osprey Tanahashi match, and then we watched the Jericho and Naito match, which she was kind of like half watching, half not. What were you watching at all? On TV. All oh, right. Um, and yeah, then the Omega Ricarda match came on, and I was like, "This is the one match I really, really want to watch. This is the main event. It's the last one. We'll start watching after this." Mm. Um, and after about ten minutes, I noticed that she was watching, like she'd watched all of it, mm. and. She was kind of like she was like reacting to things, um, and it, like every time someone got someone up on their shoulders or in a, some kind of pile driver position, she was like cringing and covering her eyes. And I said to her, I was like, "Who do you want to win?" So I said, she was like, "Who's what, what's the Japanese one called?" I said, "Okada." She said, "Yeah, I want Okada to win." I said, "Why?" She was like, "Oh, his his moves look like they hurt more, and he doesn't look like he's as tired." Um, because I explained to her how it was two or um, two three falls. Um, and I said, oh, well, I want Omega to win. Mm. So we had an instant rival. And I think that's what piqued her interest because she wanted to beat me. <laughs> um, so we watched all the match and she was like on the edge of her seat. And every time there was a pinfall, she was like, no, no, kick out, kick out. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, every move. And, oh, it was nice. 
And I, I was said to her, I was like, you, you're one of us now. You're a fucking <laughs> you're one nerd. Of, one of loser. us. One of us. She, like, she got in a proper... Fucking mark. She got... <laughs> she got proper strophy when Omega won. Not that I rubbed it in her face or anything. No. Not in that way. Have Valentine's yeah. Day. Um, yeah, she got in a proper mood. Um, and every time I even mentioned wrestling since, like I watched Takeover around hers the other day, she was like, you're not going to put on Omega Ricarda, are you? I was like, no. <laughs> Why would I do that? I'd love to watch it again. It's <laughs> the best match I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I've not seen seven, that either. It got seven stars. I don't take Dave Meltzer's star rating system that seriously. I don't care about it as well, but I mean like seven <laughs> out <laughs> of five. Good match. Um, I'm sure it's great and I will watch it. I just... I just ha- cannot find the time um, to watch a, probably what was about what four hour show. Yeah, you don't have to watch all of it. You can watch the last three. Um, Maybe the Young Bucks match. That was a really Young good Bucks. match. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch the Young Bucks. They are they're just every time they get into a ring, I just I'm amazed. Hmm. Um, going back to the whole getting the girlfriend to watch wrestling thing. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a podcast called She Hates Wrestling. No. No, it's a, it's about a guy who um, his non or his never ending battle to get his girlfriend to like wrestling, um, which I feel we're all in that kind of boat. Matt, you're probably furthest along in that because I'm pretty sure Danielle would sit down and watch wrestling with you if you asked her to. Are you joking? Really? Yeah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. No. Ah, oh, I thought she would. No, yeah, I would have no. assumed she would. Yeah. Just like tolerate it. Yeah. Whereas Frankie will literally um, beg me to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I think that that that's kind of what Tasha was like at the start. Um, but I think now that she's watched that, like because I said to her, I was like, "Well, now now you know why I would like wrestling. Why you why I watch it." And she was like, mm, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> so like when I was watching a bit of Takeover around her the other day, she was kind of every now and then kind of peeking over and. Like, oh, and then you that? obviously showed her the uh, Sammy Zayn Bobby Lasley thing with the, <laughs> the three sisters, yeah. Um, I did not, but I did have a discussion with Laura from work about that because she was like, oh, "I saw something on the wrestling the other day." Um, <laughs> on some, the wrestling, she was like, "Someone's apologising to someone." <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's really vague." Yeah. She was like, "There's a guy, um, a ginger guy, he said he's sorry for something." I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. So I explained it all to her and it was just really exactly embarrassing. It, <laughs> it was just really like, yeah, it's not always like this. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally it can be like this, but it's not always, we promise. Uh, bloody Sammy Zay, Bobby Lashley. Well, talking to people that like take over really surprised, my dad oh, yeah. watched it with me Um Sunday, yeah, Sunday morning. Good old Boy. Well, the only words that came out of his mouth were, holy fuck, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Fucking hell. You guys aren't going to do it. <laughs> you did it. Um, yeah, good old Del Boy. Oh, giving, yeah. a, giving a good critique, as always. I watched about half of it with my father as well. I always watch wrestling on my own because i got no other people who to watch it with. To be fair, Dad, Dad will sometimes watch most of like Raw and SmackDown with me when I watch it at home. Um, so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> when I go to my mum and dad, my dad usually has wrestling on, but it's like I've seen it throughout the week, so he's looking at it for the first time, and I'm like, yeah, I've watched this. 
maybe four times now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just never get to watch wrestling. The only time I ever get to watch wrestling with anyone is when you guys watch it with me at the pub. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of, any plans for summer, Sam? Whenever it is, you can't off. do it, can you? I can't get the Monday off. No. Um, I don't think I've got any plans. Might uh, might pop down. Holding sick. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I, I think you'll be sick that day. <laughs> Probably yeah, hungover. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I can't mention it on here, just in case any of my work colleagues are listening. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. One of our Did you know we've listeners. had listeners from all over the world? 50 plus countries? Ranging between 20 and 700 listeners a week. PWP Worldwide. <laughs> Worldwide? Where the fuck is he gone, by the way? He's probably still under the ring in Saudi Arabia. Um, he's not, because we just want to get out. I know that. Anyway, moving on, because we dawdled on this stuff too long. We've actually got some actual wrestling to talk about. We have a lot of wrestling. We have a lot of wrestling to talk about. So uh, we'll start with Saturday night. NXT yeah, brief rundowns of each match. NXT TakeOver Chicago. Just took over Chicago. Yeah, a brilliant show. Are you? Matt's wanking? very, Matt's very excited. <laughs> Matt's just masturbating. That to was, the that was like really menacing masturbation. <laughs> fap, fap, fap. <laughs> um, so from the Allstate Arena in Chicago, with we should say, well, I should say, because in my opinion, probably the hottest crowd of the year. Yeah, in yeah, sexual way. In a sexual way. Love Chicago. Although to be fair, Montreal was good. Uh, Montreal was good, but I think Chicago tops it. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, if you were to give Montreal a good pay per view like yeah. that, might be different. Yeah. They just got an average raw. Yeah, but they were made good. it good. Yeah, but uh, um, I think yeah, Chicago. Philadelphia is always for, good for constant is... like for constant noise level and just reactions. I think Chicago beats them all. Yeah. And apart from the Reigns Jinder match, there wasn't any kind of trying to <laughs> hide, hide, make it yeah. about the crowd. Yeah. Well, you knew that they were going to try and hijack that. Exactly. Which is why. There's not really a surprise. Um, but back to NXT then. So the match, the event, sorry, started with the Undisputed Era, Carlo Riley and Roderick Strong, uh, defending their tag team titles against only Lorcan, only Lorcan, sorry, and Danny Birch, Britain's own Danny Birch. Um, these guys look the same. <laughs> so I think that's why they're paired together. Yes. Um, great match. Crowd were really hot for this. I thought yeah. it was a really good match. What, what I liked about this great match ending. was um, everyone loves Undisputed Era so much mm. that Lorcan and Birch were getting booed. Yeah. But by the end of they the match, they yeah. completely won everyone over. Yeah. It's um, it's the sign of a really good match, isn't it? When that happens, yeah, people um, just forget that they didn't want these people. Yeah, to win, so it's, and they people get, get so sucked into it. Like, oh shit, they're gonna win. Yeah, people get so caught up in it that they they, got, they, they, got, they don't even realize what they're cheering for. Yeah, but, they even got a standing ovation when the they had like the, the two way submission that got yeah. broken up, and just think like that must make you feel just, really good. It's yeah. just such good high spots in it. That fucking um, bump that Lorcan took when he got pushed off the top rope onto the apron, I cringed. Yeah. <laughs> I literally yeah, I made like an audible, like, as I was watching it attaches. And this is why I can't watch it with Frankie, because she'll, she'll be like, I don't like it, turn it off, it's too violent. Well, I, I was watching it on my phone with headphones on. Yeah. Um, but she heard me go like that, and she went, what, what happened? So I showed her, and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> 
Um, I bet that was not the only time in the night you did that noise either. Happy Valentine's Day? (laughs) (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Um, Next match then. Uh, What a match. Um, We saw Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet continuing their pretty great rivalry. Have you heard the reason why he wore the Hulk Hogan style I haven't. I liked it though. But what was the reason? Apparently it's a big fuck you to Hulk Hogan. Oh, really? <laughs> he said in his thing that he wasn't any good. What, the Velveteen Dream wasn't very good? No, he told the bloke that was on Tough Enough, who is now the Oh, right, dream. yeah, no, I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> the Dream has no memory of that. Yeah. If the Dream has no memory of that. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently it was a big fuck you to uh, Hulk Hogan. Well, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the... The tights he was wearing and like the lower half of his outfit was um, the same as what Ricochet used to wear when he was Prince Puma. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, a bit of mind games, which is why when they first stepped up to each other in the ring, um, Ricochet like looked down at his trousers like, what the fuck are you wearing? Yeah. And Dreamer's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> um, just a great match, though. Regardless of what people were wearing, um, these two have really great in-ring chemistry. They have a really good sort of what's the word I'm looking for? Like almost quite petty rivalry. Uh, it's all about that escalates into who's the better it's all man. About being the best, better person, and that, that was the, the good story that was actually told throughout the match, like Dream doing Ricochet's moves. Yeah, exactly. That's Ricochet what I mean by Dream's That's taunts. what I mean by quite. Petty, they were like talking yeah. each other with their moves. They were slapping each other at one point. Um, I am a wrestling god. <laughs> turned into JBL, yeah. Um, imagine a combo of Hulk Hogan and JBL as a wrestler. Oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a really, really good match. Um, probably up there with Velveteen's, I'd say classic with Alistair Black, but maybe not quite. I'm so going to say... My dad was going, oh, he's not going to do that from there. When Ricochet... Is it the shooting star? Yeah. Yeah. My dad was like, he's not going to do that from there. I was like, he probably will. <laughs> yeah, he'll give it a go. And he was like, holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, that, that was one of the one of the things I, sh- I showed Natasha on this as well, because um, I wanted to show her like some of the athletic yeah. stuff. That's what that I try do. and do. It doesn't work. Um, but she, yeah, she's always impressed by that. But yeah, I, I would say I personally, I think I preferred this to the Alistair Black match. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know that that match for me was, um, well, I think it was because it came out of nowhere. That was his breakout. Yeah, moment. yeah. Um, there's more expectation around this one, but it delivered perfectly. Yeah, I, I mean, one of, one of these days he's going to win one. I mean, yeah, I know. He, 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 he beat Cassius Ono, but <laughs> since then, yeah. Um, Everyone beats Cassius. So yeah, Ricochet. Oh yeah, everybody does you're right. Uh, Ricochet picks up the win on this one with the the six thirty set on. I must really hurt his neck. Yeah, must hurt everyone involved. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because not only it really hurt his neck, but obviously because he's rotating so hard and like fast when he lands, it must like really hurt his like cock six in the lower back. Yeah, he must like slam on the mat. Yeah. 
Um, we'll talk a little bit more later about rough landings um, <laughs> in matches. Um, but before we do, Shayna Baszler defended her NXT Women's Championship against Nikki Cross. Um, I loved this match. Did you? Yeah, I really did. It's interesting. I don't cause... know why. I don't. Know, it wasn't particularly a great match. No. The story that Nikki Cross told throughout it was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, she was kind of trying to amazing. She was kind of telling the story of well, her, it's not really a story, but her character, isn't it? Just coming across throughout the whole match that she is crazy and she's psychotic. And she was even smiling whilst being choked out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did love that. It's the little things like that that NXT do well that the main roster doesn't. Yeah, if that was main roster, she would have just passed out, and yeah. then they would have given, they would have gone, "Oh, she's passed out. She didn't quit, whatever." Yeah, yeah. But you know that she's an insane character. It was like that kind of, um, like you see in movies, that kind of brief moment of peace before you accept your fate. Yeah. Um, just little things like that that NXT just do really well. I I, I skipped through most of this match because I was pressed for time. Um, I, I only watched like the last three four minutes, but yeah, crowd seemed into it. Seemed alright. Yeah, crowd loved it. Um, and yeah, probably the right decision to have Shayna retain. I, I can't really see who's going to take it off her though. Yeah, I mean, I I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I thought that this could be like. Nikki Cross's swan song for NXT yeah. and would turn up with Sanity on SmackDown. Which is a bit odd since they finally turned up and she wasn't there. Which didn't happen, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, maybe well, that could be down the line or something. Like, if they go and confront one of the women and then she comes out from behind or whatever. But mm. I, don't, I don't know. Like, she doesn't... Like, obviously she's good, but um, her being so crazy on her own isn't as effective as having her in a group of crazy yeah. people. Yeah. And it Maybe gives sanity. Right it gives sanity <laughs> way. It makes them much more interesting as well. Yeah, I think so. I think it does make them. Like her just getting involved and having sanity <laughs> creep into the women's division. Exactly. It, it, it also expands like the, you know, the, the influence the they have on the roster. Because they'd have someone in the women's division, they'd have a tag division team, and they'd have a main. Yeah, someone who could potentially hold a mid card title, for instance. Exactly. So. It'd be a shame if they don't bring her up with them. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, in the penultimate match then, Alistair Black defended his NXT championship against Lars Sullivan. Um, for me, I really enjoyed this match. Um, notable botch on the Black Mass, um, which essentially just didn't connect at all, and Lars Sullivan still went down and got a two count. Well, Alistair Black got a two count on it. Uh, the crowd noticed it. We're slightly Shut unforgiving, yeah. Um, which is, you know, to be expected. But they quickly got over it, and the match came to a pretty good climax uh, and finished with Alistair Black get picking up the win with two black masses. Yeah. Um, Masai? Masses? masses? I feel... Oh, sorry, I feel a little bit bad for Ale- um, Alexander Black, Alistair Black because he's one of NXT's probably top three most popular superstars, and his... Um, you say the other two are Gargano, um, and currently maybe Ricochet. Ricochet, yeah. Um, is a close in second place between Ricochet and Black. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a shame for him that his culmination and rise to the top of the division and then his embarking on his reign has come at the same time with the Gargano Champa feud. 
Yeah, he is a bit of a shame. Like, he's yet to main event in NXT. Yeah. Um, all of his... Um, since he's been champion, his whole story on the NXT shows has been very secondary. He's only been there like three times. Yeah. Um, but I think that's probably... Without wanting to sound negative, it's probably more to do with the the lack of depth on the roster than anything else. Yeah, a little bit. In terms of there isn't an entertaining story for him to enter into for a legitimate rivalry or for a legitimate threat to his championship. I know Lars Sullivan was a legitimate threat, but he's not the most entertaining storyline wise character is he no um, and didn't have much of a build i mean velveteen dream uh-huh. alistair black would be would be able to pick up where they left off which would be entertaining ricochet could make a claim now that he won yeah uh if adam cole wasn't the north american champion exactly i think adam cole alistair black would be a good um well, be a great rivalry um which we got at philadelphia yeah um, but for a title would be even better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't mean there's some options, but I think they are fairly limited, unfortunately. Like, in a um, as to Black and like furthering the Black and Almas feud. Yeah, that was that. That was a bit surprising that Almas came out at the time he did. Mm. I know he was in the Royal Rumble um, ahead of that, so maybe there were signs there that he was getting called up, but. Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise at that point. Um, and we haven't really seen much of him since. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Just to be fair, I completely forgot about that. He's been called up. He was supposed to have that match with Sin Cara. <laughs> yeah. Smackdown keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to happen next week. Oh, what do you mean? We never said that. <laughs> yeah, they're Sammy Rimmen had debuted six weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, that didn't happen either. Um, so as the Black Pit does win, defends his uh, NXT Championship. Um, and then we had... What was the the beautiful mess of Gargano and Champa? Just bit of shit this match, wasn't it? <laughs> Just an absolutely insane amount of brutality, brutality in this match. I mean, imagine how both of these guys felt the next day. I can't remember the this last match was fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I loved every fucking minute of it. Well, I don't think you're the only one. I was I was hooked like from from the moment Candice LeRae gave him the crutch. <laughs> exactly, I was yeah. like, "Yep, happy days." <laughs> Kick, Kick his ass. To be fair, that's all she needed to say. Um, but yeah, just everything about like everything about Tommaso Ciampa, like he's such an ass. I I can't remember <laughs> the last time that WWE as a whole um, have done such. Such a blood feud, because mm-hmm. um, like with the main roster, going over the top on something. Yeah, it doesn't you know, have to be Braun like and Roman thing. Yeah, or it doesn't have to be like Matt Hardy burned down Jeff Hardy's house, or Roman um, or Randy Orton burnt down Bray Wyatt's. Well, burnt Sister Abigail's ashes or whatever. Yeah, like, you know, you burn some ashes. it's just such a blood feud, and I, <laughs> the part of me thinks like after this, they should never do another street fight match again. Them too. Because no, just in WWE. Oh really? Because it's not going to be anywhere near that level. Yeah. So. Well, I was disappointed with the last man standing match. Exactly, which was which was a good match, and it was probably their best match so far. But um, when you when you got things like that, where they could do anything they could do in a street fight, yeah, you compare it to immediately to the night before, where they did literally anything and everything, 
and you go like, oh, they, they haven't got a chance yeah. to live up to it. So, like, not for at least a long time anyway. I don't think they should bother doing these kind of matches. Yeah, but, I mean, I used to think that about the, you know, Shawn Michaels' first match back against Triple H. Uh, yeah. That, thought, oh, no one's the, ever going to top that. Um, and then they have, you know, a lot of people have. Yeah, but it's a diff- different time these days. Where there's seemingly way more restrictions, especially yeah. main roster-wise. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a good example of probably one of the last proper blood feuds that just lasted years. And yeah, yeah. It's something you always revisit. Yeah, I think you're right. This, this feud Did anyone else see him win it? Champa, yeah. If we'd have done predictions, I would have predicted I think Champa. I would have predicted him as well. Um, mainly because I think there has to be a, a third and final blow-off, doesn't there? I'm not sure... I don't. I don't want to risk the oversaturation of it. I guess because um, I don't would necessarily. Be the next. Yeah, I don't know how you drag that on until Hell Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, it's Brooklyn, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So that's another two months away. Isn't that far away when you consider Hell in the Cell takeovers? Do you reckon they'd ever do a Hell in a Cell? They've never done an NXT. NXT Hell in a Cell, have they? No. Um, no. I feel like that'd be too. They'd be like, no, that's the main roster's gimmick. There's literally a pay-per-view for that in next month. Yeah. I don't know if they've actually stopped that pay-per-view or not, but... Not sure. Um, Which I wish they would. I mean, uh, anything other than either a new gimmick or... Just a loser town. (laughs) But no one wants to actually see Gargano and Champa disappear unless maybe they get called up. Three stages of hell. We we say it all the time whenever we want a match to... A rivalry to be decided. Three stages of hell. Gargano Could you imagine them champion. two putting each other through three of those matches? <laughs> Jesus, I really want to see it now, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so many bits where, like, I'd like to. I would imagine that they got to the back and the guys were like, "Guys, you know this is fake, right? <laughs> like, you're not actually what? trying to beat each other up. You're not trying to kill each other. It's not fake. Because like, it's predetermined." So many bits I, I would watch and I'd cringe, like all the whipping with the belt, yeah. the like the driver on the steps, um, exposing the actual ring, the, that jump off the boxes through the table was fucking, like, I felt so bad for them, especially Champa, because there was just no protection from that table at all. Um, yeah, just so many bits where I was like, fucking hell, they're... They're going to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. The ending was just so out of nowhere as well. Yeah, I've seen one or two people saying they're a bit disappointed with it, felt it a bit anticlimactic, but I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I thought it was a great way to end it. It was a shocker, like a shot that it ended like that. Um, and it is a little bit anticlimactic when you consider the context of the match. And it and it was a little bit like, oh, the referee just wasn't there, but then all of a sudden he was. Like, uh Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I bloody loved the match. I thought, even though I watched it in about 15 different installments today because of various different issues internet, driving, things like work getting in the way. Who would have thought? Bloody work. Always happens. Um, that, yeah, it's still, I still enjoyed it. And that's the sign of a really good match. If, you, if, you, if you're still engrossed, even though you're having to like, split your viewing up, uh, up all the time. Then it's a very very good match, and it was just. Really well, I will watch. Go watch it back in one sitting again because it was about it it was it. about forty minutes at least. Yeah, it was a long match. Um, but overall, NXT Takeover Chicago, 
just a really really good show one of their best yeah i'd yep. give it about 7.2 thumbs out of six <laughs> for me i'd give it a 8.8 8 out of 10 8.8 is that uh, eight minus. Born in 88 no so it was like it's better than 8.5 um maybe not quite a nine yeah it felt it was like there was a little bit lacking yeah i think sullivan alice black could have been better i think the women's match women's could, match have, been could better. have been better um but overall i think you know i'm not gonna knock it too much i thought it was really good yeah how about you matt hey i'll give it a a minus a minus. <laughs> oh, we're gonna agree on a rating system soon, aren't we? I yeah, think that's our gimmick. Not. That's our that's our gimmick. Um, right. Well, from NXT to the main roster, um, Allstate Arena again in Chicago. Follow that WWE. Follow that WWE, and you know what? They did a pretty good job. Which they thought I did. Which, to be fair, has been kind of a theme this year. Last year, it was every single takeover. Apart from they... Backlash. We haven't had a takeover before Backlash. Oh, okay. We? I thought you meant the pay-per-views. No. Wise, they've all been pretty good. No, yeah. I mean, all, all the pay-per-views after, after takeovers. takeovers. Like Royal Rumble was really good. That was in Philly, right? Was that in Philly? Um, WrestleMania, New Orleans. Yeah. That's obviously going to be good. Yeah. Um, Money in the Bank, for me, delivered. Yeah. How much, how much? For me, I think the crowd plays a massive role. But for you guys, how much do you think the crowd really helps the pay per view? It does. Um, yeah, of course it does. It always makes Raw and SmackDown and whatever it is you're watching more enjoyable to watch mm. when the crowd is immediately there, is interested and in making noise. Because um, all you want to see is people go nuts and wild. It, yeah. it makes you think of. Attitude era yeah. in the older times, so um, yeah, it must. Like I, <laughs> I think the the wrestlers thrive off it as well. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like I don't, I don't think they necessarily would put in more effort. Yeah, um, but it gives gives you a bit of a buzz. But like, yeah, it'd be like you're getting more of a reaction from these people than you would be at some house show in a small town. Yeah, it it's gonna drive you a bit more and yeah. make you feel better i think yeah i think it's just made a huge huge difference obviously for nxt it was great but then we're used to that really with NXT. yeah I, I feel like if we went to a takeover by the end of it i'd be fucked <laughs> <laughs> i'd be so I like my voice would be gone i'd be so tired emotionally drained i couldn't do it yeah but i really the, want to the raw that i went to after wrestlemania i was emotionally drained <laughs> yeah i can imagine it would be a, a pretty emotionally draining experience hopefully one will find out for ourselves one day maybe one hopefully. day ramos <laughs> one day ramos um right money in the bank then it, apparently it kicked off on the pre-show with uh bludgeon brothers versus gallows and anderson i've not seen it Never I, not know, seen it. I know the result though bludgeon brothers obviously since they were on smackdown with the titles obviously didn't lose their titles um they beat Gallus and anderson i've got a quick little description of the match for you here because none of us have seen it okay this is from um cbssports.com mm. it says dominance of harper and rowan continued as their bludgeoning duo 
the bludgeoning duo relied on their methodical offensive attack to control the majority of the match, which took until the finish to truly heat up. After working at length from underneath, Anderson finally triggered a hot tag to Gallows. Unfortunately, the Good Brothers' attempt at a magic killer on Harper was broken up when Rowan speared Anderson. The champions then hit the bludgeoning, didn't know it was called that, uh, Four Nelson's slam sit-down powerbomb combo on Gallows for the 1-2-3 grade C+. Yeah, but I heard the crowd was really hot for Gallows and Anderson, yeah. which doesn't surprise me. No. What, what? Um, but yeah, I haven't watched it. Not going to watch it. <laughs> Not going to so... watch it. To be honest, from the sound of it, it sounds like their SmackDown match was better. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. Uh... I thought the SmackDown match was pretty good. I thought it was all right, yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. So we spoke briefly about this one being Big Cass's final ever match in WWE, or for at least for the time being. Daniel Bryan defeated Big Cass via submission for the second time. Um, we're assuming, well, I'm assuming that Big Cass knew about his release for this match, do you think? Or do you think this was after this news sort of happened? Because there seemed after. like an extra sort of like, I don't know, a bit of pep in his step, so to speak. A bit like, a bit of a chip on his shoulder, like he was pissed off from the start. Yeah, um... I have no idea. Because the news came out on Monday, didn't it? That he was being released. Tuesday. Well, it came out last Tuesday night. Tuesday during the day. Uh, even late evening. Late evening, was it? Well, it was before Smackdown. Mid-evening. Yeah, yeah, it was before yeah, Smackdown. Just, maybe just before Smackdown. I, I saw it at about 8 o'clock. All oh, right, okay. So, yeah, Tuesday in America, Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon. Um, yeah, what time did I text you yesterday? Not sure. I think it, it was, was, it was it around was the evening. Because I scrolled through Instagram and saw it about a minute after you'd sent it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we don't know whether he knew or not before this match. Um, but for me, I thought this was a really good match. I you, thought this was, yeah. as I said, I thought it was Big Cass's best singles match by far. Uh, and I think it was probably, for me, considering the one he had against AJ Styles was broken up by Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, this is Daniel Bryan's best singles match since coming back. Yeah, I'll give you that. I thought it was better than their first one, which wasn't that bad. I, I love the new, more intense side to Brian. Mm. Um, the more dangerous side. Yeah. Makes you believe more. He's, he's almost a bit desperate. Yeah, it's like sometimes he's kind of acting heelish. Yeah. Um, he's just like, sometimes he's so rabid and stuff, yeah. but it works. It does work. Did you... <coughs> Sorry. Um, on a slightly unrelated, what prompted this is because you said the word rapid. Um, but did you hear someone on SmackDown shout at Daniel Bryan? Yeah. You've stolen Chris Benoit's moveset. Yeah. I heard. What idiot? I heard. <laughs> I heard you somethings on Chris Benoit something something. Yeah. I didn't hear what it was, but yeah, I was like, did he just say Chris Benoit? You stole Chris Benoit's moveset. <laughs> Weird. Firstly, you're not supposed to mention Chris Benoit on <laughs> WWE TV, you idiot. Rule 101. Did um, you hear, um, I mean, Raw one. Um, did you hear the guy on, on Raw blatantly trying to put Kevin Owens off while he was coming down the ramp to speak oh, to I can't what he was saying. All it was was just, boo! Yeah. <laughs> boo! And then when Braun was speaking, he'd stop. But as soon as Kevin would speak, boo! He was in the front row. It was really annoying. Cause I was, I was, People take this too seriously. <laughs> I was just at work and I was like typing along and I was like, who the fuck is it? I looked down, there's a guy in the front row in a purple Macho Man t-shirt going, boo! 
Uh, That's what I can imagine Matt would be like if he was ever in a front row for a Roman Reigns match. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Or the Rock match. Um, Roman would walk past and Matt would be like... Roman would walk past the front row and Matt would be like, nice to see you, Mr. Reigns. (laughs) (laughs) What are bollocks? If you you sat there going, (laughs) (laughs) Superman punch me. Um, Let me cock of, your fist. Uh, speaking of um, nice little cameos from fans, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano during the match. You're the devil, Ciampa. <laughs> You're the devil. <laughs> and then the guy, which clearly wasn't a plant, who um, had that sign. stop sign. Yeah. Um, I would like to imagine um, some of the like security and the stewards being like. Did you let him through? <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of a heavy sign you've got there. <laughs> um, right, going back to Money in the Bank then. So Daniel Bryan defeats Big Cass with the heel hook. Good match, I thought. Um, a shame that Big Cass is now gone, but at least it frees up Daniel Bryan to move up the roster a little bit. Yeah. Um, what did we think of this match? Fine. Absolutely fine. Matt, how about you? I thought it was a good match. Yeah, I thought it was a really good opener. For the main show, anyway, put Crowder into it. They mm-hmm. obviously clearly wanted Daniel Bryan to win. And it's just a shame. Cass was getting such good heel heat. Yeah, he was. Um, I guess a lot of it helped by the fact he was against Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shame he's gone, but it doesn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. Whatever. Um, we had a little quick backstage, Kevin Owens and the New Day. Kevin Owens came bearing pancakes. I love this. But, um, they were there. I just fucking New Day. <laughs> when Kevin and um, Corey Graves was like, can we just talk about the fact that New Day were about to eat pancakes out of a bin bag? Yeah. <laughs> um, they're just really, really funny. Um, I, love I love like Big Kevin, reactions. I love Kevin Owens in these kind of scenarios as well because yeah. he never gets like overshadowed. Like yeah. he's gone up against three members of the New he Day. Really hold his own. And he shines. And I just love the way because he, he's so like natural. Natural. And yeah. he ad libs. He's like, oh, I don't really like any breakfast food. Really. I mean, I guess toast is all right, but I don't really like any. <laughs> and when do you think that English isn't his first language? That's crazy. Yeah. We're like, IHOP sucks. I'm glad they're changing it to IHOP. <laughs> Which you can tell would be completely, like, non-scripted. Yeah. I think a lot of Kevin Owens' stuff isn't scripted. Which is, and New Day, which just makes it so much better. You can tell Kevin Owens is brilliant at it, because on every house show, there's a video clip of him saying something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's always going up to the camera on his way down. Um, From Kevin Owens... To Sami Zayn. Now this didn't really light up the All State Arena. Do you know what my favourite part of this match was? The end. No, (laughs) it wasn't even. Didn't even happen during the match. All right. Sami Zayn comes out to make his entrance. You know, Sami's lately been doing that over the top, like, um, uh, give me all your adulation kind of thing. Him. You know the bit of his music where he goes, let's go. He literally gets knocked down by the crowd yeah. saying, let's go back at him. He just comes <laughs> out, he loves it so much, he just he's passed out. <laughs> that was the best thing about the whole bloody match. Um, yeah, the rest of the match was completely forgettable and entirely predictable. Mm. Unfortunately for Sami Zayn, who deserves better than this shit. So yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Terrible match. Rubbish match. Sami Zayn's worst match on WWE. 
Um, that might be going a bit far. I don't know. Um, next up, another really good match. I say another really good match. We've gone from a terrible match to a good match. This was a good match. In the Continental Championship, Seth Rollins versus Elias. Um, we were a little bit split on this and who we thought was going to win. Uh, yeah. I thought Seth was going to win. Up Matt, to you point. went with Elias, right? Yeah, I really thought he was. Thought it was Elias' well, night. I've read a couple of bits saying that Seth was going to drop it and he was going into a feud at Summerside with Brock. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. So I thought, all right, are they going to? This is the time they're going to kickstart Elias' career. Give him the belt. No, they're going to give it fucking dog signal. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, personally, I would have been much, much more for them giving it to Elias on yeah. pay-per-view than doing what they have done. It's always hard to go from losing the mid-card title to then immediately challenging for the bigger title. Because it doesn't really make sense. No. Um, especially as I assume he's not going to win it back. Yeah. And then he'll probably be in the gauntlet match or whatever it is that's going on. Yeah, it. Whatever multi-man match it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rules, uh... So yeah, I'd assume he's going to be in that. But yeah, really good match, quite decent chemistry. Um, a couple of moments where I thought Elias was going to win, and very much like a um, kind of like a, a smash and grab from Seth. It wasn't a clear. I didn't he stopped know how in the one, two, three. Like, oh, he has to. He just had to pull the tight because he had to do it. Because he couldn't. Yeah, he didn't have any other ideas or whatever. But, I but still, Elias had taken him to his limit. I, I still don't get, realistically speaking, why pulling the tights is such a difference. No. Um, no, it doesn't make any difference, does it? Like, in some scenarios as well, like putting your foot on the ropes, you can kind of see it, but in most of the scenarios, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. So Putting your foot on the rope is to like, pin down, isn't it? Yeah, and it depends. Like, if you put them on the second rope and you've got a good angle and you've like stacked them up, yeah, sure, but... <laughs> Some instances, like, makes no difference whatsoever. Yeah. I've never understood it either. And especially when Elias wasn't wearing tights, he was wearing jeans with, like, a belt. Exactly. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, it gives some the, the pinner something to hold on to, I guess, which maybe could stabilise him a bit more, but I don't know. Not really sure. Um, but, yeah, Seth cheated to win. He's the architect. <laughs> he's, he's not versed to a bit of cheating. Um, quick when was note. the last time someone ever actually got called up on that? Like the referee going, no, you're holding his tights. Well, the referee's decision is final. Now, so. so final that, um, the fuck, I can't remember the, the example the other week. Oh, I was going to mention it on the podcast the other week. The, there's an incident, there, there's an example where they like overruled the ref. Oh, there's Sasha and Bailey when Bailey came oh, right, in. right, yeah, yeah. They overruled her, but, but referee's, referee's decision, decision is final. Because yeah. I could picture Roman Reigns backstage being like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why do it for the you fucking know, women? You know what WWE could do with VAR? <laughs> yeah. Well, they literally have replays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that's what the constable was going to bring in. Well. Let's write a letter and see. We'll write a letter, letter to the constable. Baron constable Corbin's Corbin. bald now. Have we talked about that yet? Was that last week or the week before? I don't think we spoke about it on the podcast because um, you didn't do one. Um, so it was last week, wasn't it? It wasn't the week before. I think it was last week when I messaged you guys. Just like Baron Corbin was like big eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was last week he debuted that new look. And it's Britney Spears look. To be fair, <laughs> the reason I quite like it. 
the reason why we didn't do a podcast last week wasn't because you weren't here. It I was think because it was. War and Smackdown was shit and we didn't want to talk about it. I think it was because I wasn't here. I think that there was a... There well, actually, was... actually, the reason was I was working late last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. The common denominator out of all the episodes that have been missed is because I wasn't there. So <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm telling you. We don't her, need you. There is... In the vault somewhere, there is one of you and Matt recording, but uh, you'll never see the live day, apparently. No. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, we recorded three, deleted but... the files. Why did you delete the file? Because one of, like, two of... Yeah, both of them were completely unusable, and un- I couldn't put them out. That's a, another story for another time. Um, probably not for our review of Money in the Bank today. No. <laughs> uh, there was we should go back to Elias versus Seth um, there was one moment in this match where I genuinely thought Elias was about to win which is when Seth went for the suicide dive Elias sidestepped him hit him into the barrier and then, and then yeah, threw him into the ring in. post threw him into the steps rolled him in and then hit the elbow all in the space of about 10 seconds and I thought shit this is actually it he's going to pin him and again sign of a really good match which took you right in to be fair huh? Sign of a stupid wrestler. Why not hit him with your finisher? Well... Because I know in NXT, the elbow used to be his yeah. finisher. Hit him with the drift away. It it would also... It takes works less, afterwards. It takes less time. So you give him oh, less time yeah. to recover. Yeah, you got to just so. pick him up, drift him away. But if he's already on the mat, you don't want to pick him up to put him back on the mat. You might as well hit an elbow drop. When was the last time someone won with an elbow? Other than Bailey. Velveteen Dream. When was the last time you even won? <laughs> <laughs> um... Macho man. Good DDT, by the way. Good DDT. I think... By Velveteen. I was thinking of Elias. One where he gets him in, like, the Sister Abigail kind of position and then turns him into a DDT. A lot of Velveteen Dreams moves, which look fairly basic, look a lot better when he does them. Mm. (laughs) Um, Back to Elias, though. I really wanted him to win this at that point because I thought, he deserves it. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't have been against him winning, but and the only reason being because I predicted Seth. But I did, also didn't want Seth to lose. <laughs> no. So I think this was probably the right result. It was a catch twenty-two. It was a bit of a catch twenty-two. Hopefully, Elias gets a singles title at some point soon because he definitely deserves it. He basically carries whole segments of Raw on his own. Long segments. Yeah. Which you and know, always. I, I don't I've, think you can say about anybody else. I I I can't remember any Elias segments. Um, that I think, oh, that didn't work, or yeah. you know, the crowd didn't really maybe, care about Maybe that. some stuff with Jason Jordan back in the day. Yeah, but like, it's very rare that a crowd like, don't interact or care about one of his segments, because yeah. he's been doing them for a while now, and they always go, well, that the crowd is now programmed to know that you're going to get some entertaining shit. Yeah, exactly. And at some point, he's going to slag off your town, and you're going to boo him. <laughs> and you're going to boo, and then you're going to forget about that, and you're going to carry on cheering. Um, he's got a catchphrase. You can't go wrong but with that. He hasn't used phrase. it for a little while. He literally used it on he didn't Sunday. Use it on Did he? Yeah. Oh, he didn't use it on Raw. Yeah, no, he didn't. He just skipped through everything. I think he was in a bad mood. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you would be though, wouldn't you? I'm just I've just read something, I didn't even know this. Did anyone see that Paige got assaulted outside? Yeah, someone pied her pie faced her. What? Someone chucked a pie in her face. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> when? Uh, after Money in the Bank. What? After Money in the Bank, they've got the videos here. Who throws a pie? Hold on. 
Chicago Eagles. Just watching, just watching the video now. Isn't that what happens to Frank McLeod all the time? <laughs> no idea. Do you not know? He gets pies in the face a lot. Oh, he does, yeah. Or Steve Anna and Steve Ioki or whatever that, that DJ is. Yes, yeah, DJ just yeah, throws he cake at people. throws cake, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen the video. Maybe it's the same person who threw that pie at Kevin Owens that we'll never know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the video of Paige getting hit, but I, I saw it's like some someone threw it at her. Video? I think so. Someone threw it at her and was like, they shouted at her, called her like a fat piece of shit, basically, what? and told her to lose weight. What a dickhead! Yeah, someone to lose weight, but what? you couldn't get a skinnier person. Well, I mean, you well, could. Yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just out of order. Yeah. I hope they feel really terrible about what they've done. Let's go tell them what we think of them. <laughs> Yeah, whoever's done that, it's an absolute wanker. Um, anyway. Oh. Well, from one woman who was embarrassed to eight women who made a really good show of themselves in the Money in the Bank ladder match. That was a tenuous link. Well, it's about women. <laughs> Are you just grouping all women together? <laughs> well, I might be. Wrestlers and non-wrestlers. From one former female superstar to eight current superstars. You could say that about every every two matches that you compare, from two current wrestlers to two other current wrestlers. <laughs> Let's just get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, good match. Thought it was fun. Good match. Really fun. I thought they all put in a good, uh, a good show. I thought few, every single one of them looked good. A few moments. Apart from yeah, I Italia. don't agree with that. There's I don't a... think Alana looked any good at all. Well, yeah, but she's not supposed to. There was a few moments where I thought it kind of looked like some of them were waiting around for something yeah, to happen. It, it got a bit like, like choreographed. Uh, like um, two people are just punching each other for no reason, waiting for someone to jump off the ladder onto them. Yeah. Or um, that that bit where like Alexa, Lana, like two other people were just on that big ladder, nowhere near the the briefcase for about five minutes. And yeah. Alexa was just trying to pull her down and stuff. I'd be like, just fucking. Leave her alone and get another ladder. Yeah. But for the most part, it was fun. The Natalia sitting Naomi on the, on the ladder and then stepping over Naomi while on the ladder looked fucking brutal. Naomi did yeah. the splits on the ladder. And there was also the time where... Um, I can't remember who was going up the ladder... Probably Becky. No, it was Becky who came in. She did the Bexploder a suplex on she, someone she, rather than going up the ladder. And, it was all, and she almost. She did to the Lana while Alexa was yeah. like grabbing the briefcase. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you go up the fucking ladder? And the same way, I don't know if it was because they were friends, but like there was a bit where Charlotte and Becky were um, fighting. Um, and the ladder was leaning against the, the turnbuckle. Mm. And um, Becky picked her up for the Bexploder. And everyone was like, and, oh. Yeah. And then she took and a few steps forward away from and the then ladder. didn't throw her on the ladder. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> confidence, like, oh, and her, her calf <laughs> hit the edge of that ladder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she bottled it. She's yeah. like, oh, no, I can't do that to you. Yeah. Which would have been fine if the commentators might have said oh yeah, maybe yeah. that was why yeah, they could have turned that into something but they yeah they didn't so I don't know if it was just like maybe Becky thought she was too close yeah um, she thought she was in a different position or something but yeah she would have just smashed her through it <laughs> in hindsight probably. have we seen um, Charlotte by the way being um, on hitting the face with a pie no she's um, going to be on, on the cover of, yeah. of ESPN or something and the she's sport, being there the body issue yeah so she she's taking a bunch of naked pictures on the ring 
Lovely. I did see the pictures. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Charlotte. <laughs> um, but I thought this match was good, and and um, just I love Alexa Bliss. Massive <laughs> reaction. People complaining about Alexa Bliss winning. She and just gets what great reactions later on, but she always gets good reactions at shows. Um, she's a good talker. She's good in the ring. She's good, like she's someone. She's a good like company person mm-hmm. she's someone they can send out I'm, to tv i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it she's the best female wrestler in the industry at the minute she's all round maybe performer yeah maybe not wrestler well you know what i mean yeah sports entertainer yeah like, sports entertainer. They, they can send her out for media duties um she's got like a good look a good personality she's got a good message mm. even if she's a heel so like Apart from when she's trying to bully people who are fat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, of course they're going to put faith in her. And she most she of delivers, the time... delivers, right? Yeah, most yeah. of the time delivers. I mean, I... They, they have given her some shit. Um, but she makes the most of it. Yeah. Um, who did people want to see win this match? Because I, mm. I wanted Alexa to win. And I was I glad she did. I wanted Alexa to win, but I could see a lot of people wanted Becky to win. I, all, I did can't mad, part of me wanted Becky to win. Yeah. But I just knew she was never going to win. I'm 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 hoping um and it kinda looked like they were based off the SmackDown segment. I was really hoping that WWE would kind of have listened. I know it's Chicago, mm. but it kinda of listened to like every time Becky was even near a ladder, the mm. crowd lost their minds. Yeah. Um They were going mad for her. I just hope that they, they listened to that. Yeah. Um yeah, I I predicted Natalia for the whole Ronda situation. Mm. Um, I was thinking potentially Ember Moon could um, upset, but yeah, I guess in terms of the actual best option, it was Alexa. Yeah, I think so. I've seen a lot Should of stuff online about how people didn't who pe- people think she's like the female Roman Reigns, for instance. This is her fifth title reign in yeah. in what two years. Fifth title reign, um, she won the, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. But, like, I'm fine with it. I love Alexa. <laughs> um, good match, though, I thought. Good, like, good solid effort. Yeah, I think if I can remember it, I think it was better than the two Money in the Banks last oh, year. Oh, it was definitely better than last year's ones. They were a little bit rubbish. Speaking of rubbish, Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Actually, to be yeah. fair, it's probably being a bit harsh. It wasn't rubbish. Uh, but it's just it's so boring and predictable you just know exactly what you're going to get I mean we got you're going to get Jinder going and you're going to get Roman going Ooh, <laughs> you're going to get Spears get... and Superman punches yeah and I mean there was a little added bit of intrigue with Sinelstein being in the wheelchair and then magically recovering and you know there was a little bit of decent storytelling with that uh, it did make you think oh maybe Roman might actually not win but that only lasted for about three seconds um, it just like yeah, you know, it yeah. just pisses me off because like yeah the crowd shat all over it for a bit and you just think like surely they have the foresight to say oh yeah well, let's book this for money in the bank uh, it's in Chicago let's not, not. Yeah. <laughs> but like surely some that was a discussion at some point I don't know if they're trying to be like yeah you know what fuck the fans yeah fuck the fans <laughs> or even like go win the fans over sort of thing but it's failing 
Because Ronan, Ronan? Ronan? They're trying Chicken. to put him against people that get booed more than he does. But, yeah. but they don't. <laughs> because like, it, it, it's not a, a, a Lorcan and Burt situation where people are only booing them because they wanted to see Undisputed Era. Yeah. Um, they actually do quite like them. Hmm. Um, it's not that situation where you could then win them over like that. Yeah. And when you're giving just a boring singles match with people, two people that no one actually wants to see. Yeah. Then you're never going to win them over. No. Um, surprisingly, Roman hits a Superman punch, and then makes like a Tunisian defender and hits a spear, uh, and wins the match. <laughs> when Roman goes to throw his Superman punch, why do the other guys stop and look up and stare at him as if there's <laughs> nothing they can do? Just <laughs> fucking move. It's a bit like the phenomenal four, right? Move. Well, do you know what? Duck. It fucking takes about twenty minutes to do the fucking. Oorah, cocking it thing. Yeah. It's like no one Don't ever. Don't give me that fucking weight. No one ever like turns round into it the way they do to the phenomenal forearm. Yeah. And uh, but I I also find the same like when people do they jump over the top um, and they jump when they do a what do you call it tope con hilo or whatever when you jump over the top to the outside. Yeah. People just stand there, look up, and then catch them. Like yeah. realistically, you want to move. Yeah. <laughs> or at least like. Leave it to the last... I know you want to get yourself ready and stuff, but you'd want to look like you're not just staring, waiting for them to jump on you because it makes you look stupid. Yeah. But yeah, probably less said about that match, the better. I mean, it wasn't abysmal. I mean, it was still an alright TV match. Um, but, you know, just boring. It's, it's, it's as good as you're going to get out I'm not going to lie to you, I skipped it. I skipped it. I'm not surprised, really. <laughs> I'm assuming that you were 100% aware that Roman was going to win. Uh, fucking... I could have put my life on it. One thing that Aiden did not put his life on was the next match, Carmella versus Asuka. Aiden went for Asuka in this, and as much See, as... Now I had read that James Ellsworth is coming back in this match. Well, that's cheating. It's not cheating. If you know your, if you know your stuff... <laughs> I had heard rumours that they were considering bringing him back. I had not heard but, anything, which made this a massive shock to me. <laughs> but um, I didn't piece together that he that they would have been they would have done it during the match. Mm. Um, I definitely did. That's why I went for Carmella. And even at first, when the Asker impersonator came out. I was like, is it going to be one of the iconics I or something? I thought it might be like... And like, is, is she going to take out one of them and then another one comes yeah. out from the other side of the ring? Um, and then after about 10 seconds, I was like, oh, I bet you it's Ellsworth. <laughs> I the didn't, crowd when, went mental I just for didn't it. see it coming. Yeah, have, having the the head cover over the hair yeah. made me think, oh, maybe it's not a woman. Yeah. Maybe, oh, yes, it's James Ellsworth. I thought he was doing a pretty good impression. <laughs> but it just made... Um, yeah, mate, Asuka looked really fucking stupid. Yeah, a little Staring bit. Staring there for like two whole minutes with your mouth wide open and like, it's James Ellsworth. Why was she so shocked? Yeah. She's never even had any kind of interaction with him on TV before. Yeah. She could have just kicked his ass. Yeah, or just like ignore this person who's not getting involved. Pin Carmella. Ugh. Wrestler logic. <laughs> Mella is money. Mella is fit. <laughs> Um, poor big cast. I don't mind Carmella. I think she's doing all right. I think she's putting putting a lot of effort to to get over. It's just maybe not quite working as much as you'd like, but yeah, she's doing okay. She's getting the kind of like pe- people don't want to see her as champion. There's a lot of criticism about her in ring work. Mm. Um, 
but as long as that gets her booze, I don't. Be fair, a lot of her super kicks don't even look like they come near connecting. Um, well, recently they have. I think with Asuka they do because she probably just takes them in the head. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, like as long as it gets her booze and reactions, and now she's got. Which I think was her best period yeah. with Ellsworth with hers. Now she's got Ellsworth back. Um, I'd like to think that maybe they're a bit more open to... Um, <laughs> this is going to sound really stupid. I'd like to think that maybe they're a bit more open to intergender violence now that James <laughs> Ellsworth is back. <laughs> Just in terms of like his whole thing while he was on the Indies was he was the intergender champion. Yeah. So he he can trip and trip them up and whatever and they can beat him up like I'm, yeah. I'm fine with well, that. Well they did that a lot then they. They're not uh, not too much. At the end anyway he got he, he got beaten up by all of the women on the roster. Yeah, he had an actual match with Becky Lynch. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like it was it was very rare. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind that becoming a thing. Yeah, I guess so. Like just make Probably James Ellsworth part of the women's division. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Asuka Stick, stick Asuka in the men's division and replace her with James Ellsworth in the women's. No, let's not do that. Um, what are you going to say, Matt? I was just thinking that they could have a match, Asuka and him. Yeah, yeah it'll be I, I, yeah. She'll make him tap after about two minutes and that'll be that probably. Um, hard to see what they're bringing him back for other than to carry on where he left off. But then why, you, know, you think, well, why did they get rid of him? Yeah, I think like there's only there's only so long that Ellsworth could um continue his kind of run and stuff on the indies and live off and his then WWE he's gonna go thirty five live and liven it up. Mm. And to be fair, I think I think part of it before was I can't imagine he was on big money or anything, but I think this has come at the time where there was a lot of like um budget cuts and like people they were making cutbacks and now they've just sold SmackDown for a billion dollars. So they've probably got, and their stocks going up every day. Yeah. So I think they probably five got a bit more money. Five million a show. Huh? It's going to be five million a show. Jesus, that's great, great. Cray, cray. Money, 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 money. <laughs> SmackDown is. But money, hopefully, not just we're going to get Pyro back. Woohoo! <laughs> only on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, only on SmackDown. No Pyro fair, on Raw. And they've also saved on Big Cass's salary, so. <laughs> Um, to be fair, um, they say that Raw, like with SmackDown moving off of USA, that USA will be putting all their effort into Raw, and Raw is basically worth a billion dollar contract now as well. Mm. I don't know what they're watching, but <laughs> I don't know why they've they've signed up for this massive deal. They must have, like, I hope they have a plan. They must have tuned into like the Good Weeks. <laughs> They must have tuned into the Montreal crowd and been like, wow, the fans are like, really into this? Like, it's like, you know, when you... Uh, you probably don't because you weren't really in this situation, but when you're young and you're playing in a football team and someone tells you that like a scout might be coming to watch, <laughs> so you put on like the best match ever, that would be what it's like. It turns out no one was there. Nobody was ever there. Um, I'm still waiting for that scout to turn up. <laughs> Moving on It never now. happened to me. I was just too violent when I played. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Any intergender violence? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Are no, you open to intergender violence? violence. <laughs> um, WWE Championship match. Last man standing. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. The uh, fourth meeting between these two. Um, Shinsuke has yet to win any of them. <laughs> Wasn't brutal enough. 
Um, to be fair, he won on SmackDown. That's true. He did. Um, I was I wasn't happy because the referee counted too fast and he didn't count in Japanese. <laughs> Very unfair. Um, no, I I I really enjoyed this match, particularly the last five minutes. Yeah, their best match and. Oh my god, that low blow. Yeah, the low blow. The, the King Shasa across the two tables. There was no way. Uh, like Sometimes you can tell they kind of kick the inner thigh or yeah. something. But that just, no. just was legit. Like, no. fuck you. <laughs> kick to the balls. That's what it needed to be, though. Feet to balls. <laughs> that was pure frustration, wasn't it? And like there was a noise. Yeah. There was a fucking noise. Did anyone else see uh, AJ Styles' naughty... Headshot with a chair as well. Yeah, that's. Some, I missed that. Some people have pointed over the course of Takeover, Money in the Bank, and Raw. Um, there was a few shots to the shoulder and head area, or people get their hands up when shots were going towards the head, like the Gargano, Champa match. There was a couple that went to the head. Mm. Um, Alexa Bliss later on in the night with the briefcases to the kind of head shoulder area. Yeah. And again with Ronda the next night, and people are like, are they bringing headshots back? And I think, like, no. No, they're probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't be no, adverse did to you them. See what happened to Chris Benoit? <laughs> I wouldn't be adverse to them as long as the hands are always up. Well, like, you would, go, you would go for the head realistically. So, as long as. You're you're going to protect yourself. That's what you do in real life. You'd never leave your head exposed. Gargano and Champa essentially repeated the Jericho Benoit spot with a chair, but this time with a stop sign. I think it was. I think the trash can was it? Trash, yeah, trash can lid. Yeah, um, which obviously isn't as painful. And it wasn't a suicide chair. dive. But... Yeah, but you know it was similar. Yeah, I mean I was only to the head. And there was a lot of stuff in that match actually where you think, fucking hell, don't right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, people going, oh, they're bringing headshots back. I think, like, there is a place for them, just not unprotected. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Never unprotected. I fully agree. Unless um, it's like a plastic cup. <laughs> like Bailey and Sasha yeah. brought. Um, but yeah, this match, I liked it. The end really, really picked up. Uh, the pace, sorry, really, really picked up at the end. Uh, the low blow was, was fucking brutal. The King Shasta across two tables onto the third was really stiff. Um, the stars clash off the steps onto the floor. <laughs> Tom Phillips, oh. holy hell! Yeah, holy hell! <laughs> um, oh. I, as I was saying to you before we came on, um, I so close to predicting AJ in this. I even typed his name out. Main reason being because I'd heard rumours that he was going to be the cover star for Two K Nineteen. All right, yeah. Um, and I thought, which he is. And I thought, oh, they're not going to make him lose the title and then reveal him as the cover star. That wouldn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear that. And for some and then for some reason, my my fingers just overwrote my brain and put Nakamura. <laughs> my fingers overwrote my brain. Um, overrode. Overrode. I so predicted I, Nakamura. I lost my crown this weekend. You didn't have a crown? Yeah, I did. I fucking predicted more than you fucking have. I think you're fine. I've won the last three in a row. Fuck you. You haven't won the last three in a row. I think I have. You fucking haven't. I bet I have. <laughs> I bet you haven't. I, well, I bet I have. This is great quality <laughs> content. 
We'll have to go back and listen to previous episodes to find out. But I believe. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to go back now and have a look on Twitter. <laughs> I'm definitely on a winning streak. You're not on a winning streak. I am. Did we do oh, backlash predictions? I think we did. There was one that Matt and I drew. But the rest, I'm just bloody winning all the time. You're not! <laughs> Well, it feels like I'm on the winning streak of my career. I swear to God, you think things happen in your head. Right. Let's uh, let's just go through backlash quickly. Um, Bloody backlash. Oh, I've only got the original predictions, not the results. Where did the results go? Either way... We've all won some. <laughs> Aiden's winning less than everybody I else. I came last this time <laughs> um, by two points to, to you and one point to Matt. I mean, to be fair, Matt, it was close, but no, you're just well, well short these days. You're talking absolute bollocks. You're talking out of your arse. <laughs> right, here you go. Results for, when was this, backlash. I won, so fuck you. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I got seven. You got six. Aiden got six. You had so the, go fuck You holding Your the tights. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, backlash doesn't count because it's not a real pay per view. No, that was great as Royal Rumble. <laughs> Which coincidentally, Matt came last by a fucking mile. Exactly. Talking about a crown. Who won WrestleMania? That weren't, that weren't a fucking pay per view. So. <laughs> great as Royal Rumble. Aiden and Ali tied on eight. Matt got three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a great one. And and who won WrestleMania? Um, I don't think it was you. I think it? I did. It was me. Hmm. It was me, Austin. I'm gonna see if I can find it. This is uh, this is really yeah, this is really poor podcasting. Oh, <laughs> uh, where are we? I'm gonna get there first. Six, Ali. Oh, Ali won WrestleMania. Soldier. Matt four. Yeah, but you and, didn't win fucking backlash, did you? And who won the Royal Rumble? Yeah, you won. That I one. won the Royal Rumble, so I think you're fine. I'm on a much more of a streak than anybody else. What the greatest Royal Rumble? No, the actual Royal Rumble. Did you? Yes. You sure? Yes. I feel like I won the one in between that. And also, have any of you done 100% in predictions <laughs> on an, over the course of an entire paper that view was, like I did? That was dubious. That was not <laughs> That's not even the paper view I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure mine was... I know, I'm just trying to wind you up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine was Survivor Series. Uh, but... Um... Yeah, no one. None of us have ever got one hundred percent. So well done, Aiden. Unfortunately, I don't think you've won one since. Oh, what about takeover? We didn't do takeover ones. No, yeah, we've done a takeover New Orleans. Did we? Yeah, I don't think I ever predict uh, ever posted the results. I only posted the predictions. I don't remember doing predictions for that. Yeah, no, we did. Oh, oh yeah, we did. <laughs> well, that could be the decider, couldn't it? Not that this is at the end or anything. Oh well. Who cares? Let's talk I mean, about current It's wrestling. important to Matt, apparently. We've literally been talking about this for about 10 minutes now. 
What what else happened on Money in the Bank? Well, there was, then there was so the women's AJ title match, right? Women's title match. Good match. Nia's best match by miles. But, well, by an absolute mile. And Ronda really impressed me like she did at WrestleMania. Um, and I just bloody loved this match, especially the end. I feel like Ronda, uh, I tweeted this as well, Ronda has found her home. Yeah. She just looks a million times more comfortable now. Yeah. I'd Even agree. on like, Raw this week as well, in the in the in the in the lead up to the like the, on the Raw before Money in the Bank, um, yeah, great stuff. Yeah, I thought, and I thought it was the right decision to do what they did with Alexa. Um, it makes more sense to have her interfere, which I didn't even consider, as to have her interfere than it does to have her cash in on Ronda or someone who just won. Yeah. Um. She should Ronda that way. I'd like to point out Ronda's selling. Mm-hmm. Just fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive, right? Did anyone else see a box, though? No. When she fell out of the ring. Oh, I don't know if that, that was a box or not. That was a box. There was no way she. Because she landed really rough. I would have thought like she'd get straight back up, though, if she botched that. But she, like, sold it. There's no way she sold that. That was a box. She I've, fell out the ring. I kind of thought that was real. Well, maybe not. I think it added to it. By the way, and you won fast lane. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking of between <laughs> Mania and Rumble. But only by one point. Ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Might have been a box, maybe not been. It, you know, it wouldn't be surprising, actually, because she's not used to having ropes, is she? No. Um, but I just, yeah, this was really good. I thought this was really impressive. I did not... For whatever reason, I did not see um, the ending coming. No, I didn't either. Surprised Where did she me. come from? She came from like, the side. I'm guessing she would have had to have come like if she was walking out the ramp. She would have had to have gone left and through the crowd. But I would imagine like you'd get some crowd buzz as you usually get when there's an interruption happening. But I guess there's most most people were looking at the match, looking at Bronda about to break her arm. Yeah, but she managed to get away with it. Because it kind of looked like she came from like, from like under the ring or something. Yeah, I just don't know where she came from. Um, but it was just a complete shocker. Like I, and I love when things like this happen because I didn't predict it, I didn't see it come in, and it was just brilliant. And you can tell the matches when Michael Cole cares. Anything with Ronda Rousey in. Well, yeah, he's he going to step that up, isn't he? So, and, and even after this, like, oh my God, Alexa Bliss, blah, blah, blah. It still pisses me off because he's a twat, <laughs> but... It's, we haven't had nice enough to, Michael Cole bashing in this show. It's nice to get something out of him that isn't shit. Yeah. Um, and that kind of leads us to the main event, right? Yeah. I mean, that's all that's left for Money in the Bank. Um, which, you know, what did people make of this main event? Because I was slightly disappointed in parts, but then, you know, it was enjoyable in others. I just, I don't know. I can't remember the last time, the last men's money in the bank ladder match that I really enjoyed. Like I enjoyed them all, but like really enjoyed. Two thousand sixteen's was really good. Was it? Yeah. Was that the one that Jericho, Cesaro, Ambrose, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Del Rio? So Ambrose won that one. Yeah, yeah, that one was really good. I remember that. Um, yeah, I was, I was distracted throughout this match 
Um, so I didn't get my full 100% undivided attention. But from what I, like when I was looking up and watching bits of it here and there, it looked pretty fun. I mean, Some it, it was good. Some of the bits were a bit predictable. Yeah, Braun coming out from a pile of ladders you knew was going to be the scene eventually. Yeah. I loved the Did bit. Did anyone else see, you know, the, the ladder that him and Kevin Owens went up? Did you see it buckling as he was walking up it? No, no. but... I've... It was dipping under his feet. I was fucking terrified for Kevin. Yeah, that was that was scary. I like there are moments in wrestling where you think, okay, probably not necessary. That that's like from the height of that ladder, that's like a Mick Foley esque fall. And I know like we got a high camera angle was quite far panned out, so there was probably like padding underneath or whatever that we didn't see. Um, because if there isn't, then that's a fucking stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just looked painful. Just overall, utter pain. Why didn't Kevin, Kevin try and get down? Says he likes doing spots like that. Yeah, which is why... Because he doesn't get to do many of them these days. Which is why I thought, when he had the Hell in a Cell match with Shane, you know, when he was threatening to jump off, I genuinely thought he was going to for a second because I heard that he kind of likes that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, realistically, you think while Braun's climbing up, you climb down. Why was yeah. it? Why is why are you up there? Yeah. Um. But yeah, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Just being up the top of a ladder is bad enough. Being at the top of a ladder with Braun Strowman is also enough. And, uh, and then having a table underneath and being thrown off of that ladder. I know that like WWE uh, will exaggerate the height of their ladders and stuff. Yeah. Um. But then to be that high. And say, oh, that must be at least a 15-foot ladder. Of course it's a fucking 15-foot They were like 38-foot in the air. <laughs> and then, like, and then, yeah, um, next night on Raw, I'm being like, oh, I'm surprised that Kevin Owens is out here after being chucked off a 15-foot ladder. Literally two seconds later, Braun's like, I'm surprised you're here after being chucked off a 20-foot ladder. <laughs> make it consistent. <laughs> yeah. Do, do try and make it consistent, at least. I know I can, I can take some in, in continuity. But you know, wrestling logic, eh? Um, it's like Jeff Hardy used to apparently jump off thirty foot ladders. Thirty foot is ridiculous. 30, thirty foot is too high. Um, I don't yeah. think even Jeff Hardy would jump off a thirty foot ladder. In in that instance, I'd be perfectly fine with you saying that's a thirty foot ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, but yeah, Braun wins. None of us predicted it. I don't know why we didn't predict it. None of us predicted Kofi either. And I, I was like disappointed with that. There was another instance yeah, where I, I, I very nearly picked Kofi, but only because you'd gone for Big E and yeah. gone for Xavier, so I thought I'd just mix it up. But now I went with Xavier. Yeah, I need to listen to my gut more. <laughs> listen to your gut. Um, yeah, I mean, I was like disappointed, not because I don't like Kofi. I think Kofi's great, um, but like we've seen him in seven of these matches. I can't believe Kane's been in seven. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, he's been in seven. I think it was time for someone else, especially in New Day, to, to get that opportunity. I think Big E could really have shone. I think Xavier would have been, like, the standout if he'd been in that match. Well, I, I was thinking that uh, around this subject the other day that I wouldn't mind seeing New Day members pursue singles championships, yeah. but still as a team. Yeah, I think you were saying this. 
Last, um, last episode. Like, for example, Kofi gets the chance on Sunday. Big E got the gauntlet match on Tuesday, so maybe at some point Xavier Woods gets like a US shot or something. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, like, imagine them having one of the titles. It gives them something to do as a team that isn't the tag team division. Um, and it also lets them shine on, on their own individually a bit, so... Something I'd like to see. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, money in a bank. Overall impressions. For me, I thought it was really enjoyable. I'm going to give it a 8 out of 10. Yeah. I'm going to give it a B. I a think B? that's fair. Maybe I'm going to go for... Um... Yeah, about an eight, I think. An eight, a low eight. I was gonna say like seven point eight, but I think yeah. it was better than that. Yeah, I think we'll go with that. Um, now, Raw and SmackDown happened, uh, and and to be fair, they were actually pretty good. But I don't think we've really got time to go into them, have we? No, not really. I mean, we can probably rattle through, but if I'm honest, we want to leave it. No, I think we'll rattle rattle through very quickly. Um, the main aspects of Raw then. I mean, Raw was raw it was you know is what it is um alexa and ronda had a bit of an altercation where ronda eventually ended up attacking alexa and kurt angle which was yeah. interesting opening segment was great she Crowd gets, were hot for it she gets herself suspended for 30 days it's exactly which quite clever i think to have her off tv for a month would be, is actually really good yeah the crowd are gonna be so hot for her when she comes back yeah. yeah, Alexa will be go- goading her every week, won't she? And... Also gives yeah. her time to, to go and practice. Um... <laughs> Hitting people with a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> does, does she does she kind of be like, well, fuck the suspension and keeps like coming back a la Roman Reigns in his full gear while he was suspended? Full gear wanker. Maybe. Um, potentially, because she doesn't understand the rules of WWE. It's not the same as UFC, you know. <laughs> I'm so glad they keep telling us that because <laughs> I keep forgetting it's not the same. Yeah, um, it's not the UFC. Kangle basically has his balls in a vice um, from the Stephanie McMahon. The entire fucking night. Uh, <laughs> she says that there's well, she from what we can gather. We've also, uh, sorry to interrupt, but the opening segment announced a rematch at Extreme Rules. Oh yes, it did. Yeah. Jax. Between Nia and Alexa, which can't wait to watch. Not really bothered to, to see, but okay. Um, Stephanie tells Kurt Angle to announce that there will be a multi-man match at Elimination Chamber because WWE officials have decided when and where Brock Lesnar should next defend his title. Who else does that happen for? Just a quick one. When they kept saying, oh, Braun Strowman can cash in at any time, I was like, yeah, but you've got to make sure that Brock Lesnar's there first. Yeah, that's what he said in his pro didn't he? He says, all Brock Lesnar has to do is show his face and I can cash this in. I would love for the for the briefcase to have a 24-7 rule. Yeah, just like have, just, Yeah, just see videos of them walking through the airport and Braun <laughs> taking him out. <laughs> um, I'm not finished with you! <laughs> I, um, yeah, this is weird. Why do they announce a match and then go, we will announce the competitors at a later date? Yeah, but and you two go, are in it. Yeah, you two are in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck off, Roman and Bobby. Bob. Yeah. Bob. Bob here. Page it. Bob here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the least said about him, the better. Yeah, bloody Bob. So Bobby Lashley and Roman <laughs> Reigns. He comes out saying, oh, you don't deserve an opportunity against Roman. I mean, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean uh, you fucking prick. <laughs> Um, you're dafty. 
yeah, these two are in the match, so that's great for everyone involved. Um, not quite sure who else will be in the match, but I'm assuming it will be someone along the lines of Finn Balor and Kevin Owens. Seth Rollins. I predict uh, Roman Reigns is going to win it. Seth Rollins. Um, well, if you if you if you were to believe the rumours that Seth Rollins has faced him at SummerSlam, surely this would be the avenue. Don't know. Uh, it's going to be Roman Reigns again, isn't it? Probably. Who are? Who are? Who are? Else on Raw, Bailey and Sasha had a bit of a falling out, had a little bit of a fight. <laughs> a bit. They so lost that's it. blatantly going to uh, Brooklyn. Well, Brooklyn, yeah, I mean, the scene of their famous it's match. Like, it's like they've gone, because they did this about a month and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like they've gone, oh shit, we did that way oh, too early. About that. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's do it again. Um, but this time it was Bailey who instigated it. Well, not really. Bailey threw the first punch. Yeah, well, Sasha was being a dick. Sasha said, I'm done with you. So yeah. Bailey just turned around and decked her. <laughs> I'm done with Sasha. Which, in, in anything outside of WWE, would be like, I'm Assault. arresting you. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Sasha deserves it, personally. Yeah, she is a bad friend. Yeah, terrible, terrible friend. And I mean, like, all it. it when, when you look at what actually happened. They, like Bailey match. made a little bit of a mistake in the match, yeah. and then Bailey was like, "Sorry, I was just trying to look after you." And she's like, "Fuck off, leave me alone!" <laughs> Stop being a twat. <sighs> like a teenager. Um, what else happened on Raw? Well, we had a tag team match. Kevin Owens wrestled the night after his terrible, terrible act fall at uh, Money in the Bank. So this is what I want to see happen. I want to see Kevin Owens file a lawsuit for being forced to perform while clearly injured, <laughs> and halt to like. Hold the McMahons at ransom. Yeah. Try and bribe Stephanie or something for a universal title shot. Oh, that would be so good. It's a good idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. I've just come up with this happen. off the top of my head. Um, or maybe maybe Kurt Angle. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, he, he goes to Stephanie anyway. Yeah. Because well, he's been doing that recently, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe be like, look, Stephanie, like, I know you got me, but... Your guys fucking made me compete. Yeah. If you do it again, I'm gonna fucking sue your ass. Yeah. I thought we were rattling through Raw. Seeing Punk can do it, so can he. Uh, well, we are rattling through Raw. I think that's pretty much it. The only other thing, bloody love the B team. Bloody <laughs> that... love the B team. What an impression. Bo Dallas's impression of Bray Wyatt. He's been waiting to do that for years. Yeah. <laughs> and you can even all... see in Bray Wyatt's face, he was a little bit proud. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, that is a good impression. And love how, like, just fucking pissing himself to commentate as well. <laughs> Even just, like, the little the little things that Bray does. Yeah. Just, like, the, like, man. <laughs> just, uh, it was so good. It was the best bit, the was like, bit I thought. You're yeah. going to experience the darkness and other weird things, other weird things that we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, the ending was, was funny. <laughs> Too, too, too fast. Down. <laughs> Let's go at the same time. <laughs> I thought Curtis Axel did really well, though. I know Bo Dallas did a really great impression, but I thought Curtis Axel did well. He's really funny. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're so, some, sometimes really he's funny. a bit of like a bit of a bumbling accident, yeah. but that kind of adds to his charm. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, I quite like the B team. <laughs> like when he completely blank- blanked on Matt and Bray's name the other week. Yeah, that's true. Um. So that was raw. I don't think there was anything else major, really. Baron Corbin and Kevin Owens beat Braun Strowman and Finn Balor in a tag team match. They actually beat them. You didn't them. know that, actually, did you, Aiden? Because no. you hadn't seen the end. No. They beat them. Baron Corbin pinned Finn Balor. Baron Corbin wrestled in a shirt and trousers. And a waistcoat. 
Baldy, baldy baron. Baldy baron. Um, moving on. Smackdown. Smackdown. So. I enjoyed Smackdown. I enjoyed Smackdown too. I like the announcement at the beginning from Paige for the gauntlet match. I want her to introduce every single time she's on the TV with Paige here. <laughs> she should just make that her gimmick. Yeah, it was, it was a good kind of like interesting new like intro to SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, like, it's like a host. Yeah, I quite like it. Yeah, she's doing really well as GM. I'd be quite impressed by her, actually. Yeah. Other than her rapidly changing accent. But... It's always been that way, though. Yeah. Um, so the Gauntlet match so we should probably start with that I mean it was a good match it was a good match so, I just don't understand WWE this is like their flavour of the month Gauntlet matches everywhere yeah that's true well, why are they so popular now well, I mean there haven't been that many there's been three this year yeah okay and there was there hadn't probably been three in, in about ten years yeah um, probably because they won on Raw was so good they thought ah, well we'll regenerate that but there's also there's a lot more talent to yeah. try and get them all in. And I mean, they they would generally matches. previously, like, they'd, al- they'd almost be stuck to maybe, like, tag team. Yeah. Well, I'd take a Gauntlet match over another 10-man or 6-man or 8-man tag. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, they can but really Gaunt- tell a good Gaunt- story through Gauntlet matches. Gauntlet matches can be done well. Gauntlet match, the women's one on Raw the other month, not good. Not so much. Um, but this one was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um... How good was Daniel Bryan, Big E? Yeah, that was good. Brilliant. I thought that was really good. Biggie's spear. Big, Big E's spear through oh, the ropes. And Daniel Bryan was the most painful looking one I've ever seen, other than when he nearly paralysed himself. Always scares me that move. I but really Daniel Bryan stop doing it. <laughs> literally just took that like you put flying. full in the chest. <laughs> um, yeah, this was good. Samoa Joe match was good. Um and you know what? I, I liked the the fact that the Miz is the one who picked up the win on Dad. Yeah. Ryan. As soon as he got power bombed, yeah, he was laying there in the ring. I turned to Dad and I said, "I guarantee, guarantee Miz comes out and, yeah. and all you hear is oh." <laughs> the only thing is, like, why though? Why the Bludgeon Brothers did? I mean, there was a little bit where Daniel Bryan he came out before they got back to the back. Yeah, there's I no guess, reason. Yeah, I guess it's like the disrespect of not giving them the time to go back. But I mean, like. It probably wasn't his decision. Someone <laughs> just played his music. Go, the go. The feud I want to see is Samoa Joe Daniel Bryan. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people want to see that. Um, but I mean, like, where does this particular thing with the Bludgeon Brothers go? It just won't. Is, it? He, he, I suppose, is he going to have to find a partner? Just Bludgeon Brothers and The Miz versus Daniel Bryan and Gallows and Anderson? Oh, I hope not. don't know. But, yeah, I mean, like... I can't imagine this is going to end up as like a tag title feud and can maybe just be something for the next few weeks to see him through like uh, extreme rules. Yeah. But and I mean they do have a little bit of history. Yeah, that's, that's what part of what I was thinking when they did the stare down. What I didn't like about that stare down with him being on the ramp, stopping, staring at them, the music stopping, <laughs> and then it started, and, and then, then they carried did, on. Who goes? Oh, if we start his music, he'll just go. Yeah. It's like he has a reflex to he has to yes. <laughs> it's like a. Pavlov's dog. Ever seen? Ever heard that experiment? They ring yes. the bell and they salivate. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever the music plays, you must yes. Same way that whenever someone has said a sentence or attacked someone, you want to get them to stop. Just play their music. Play the music. It's fine. Everything will stop or start again. Um. So yeah, Rusev. Rusev wins this match. 
to me, does this not smack a little bit of being about a month and a half too late? Yeah, I, that's exactly what I thought about. Like, this isn't Rusev Day yeah. popularity at its peak. Yeah. Um, it's like Rusev Day came so cl- too close to WrestleMania for them to want to do this with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, because, let's face it, he's not beating AJ Styles, is he? No, but... It'd be good to see him in his first ever singles, what, one-on-one WWE title match. Yeah, I think he deserves it. Yeah, I have no objections to him winning. Um, it was an interesting confrontation at the end. Well, he gave a handshake and an Aiden English, which I took the piss a little bit. Which I think is it's probably really good leading to a match next week. Going, but going back to Lana's point of the last month of yeah, that's saying true. something's holding you back because Rusev didn't defend him, did yeah, he? Because Rusev was like, "Oh, what are you doing, you dick?" Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this will we'll, we'll probably see AJ Styles versus Aiden English next week on SmackDown yeah, in the main event. Because I mean, like, yeah, that's the thing with Aiden English. Some weeks he's a babyface, other weeks he's not. Yeah. So but Rusev wrestled this match as a babyface. Yeah, he was the underdog and stuff, and yeah. Good, good match actually. I thought um, yeah. the Miz, the Miz versus Rusev. Probably out of all five of those guys, that's the one combo that you probably look at and go, mm, "Not really interested in that one so much." You'd worry about the crowd. As yeah, well. but they bloody loved it. And I mean, like, although it was short interaction, the Miz and Daniel Bryan, mm. Miz picking him up, doing the finisher, finishing, uh, finishing, pinning him, standing over him, and talking trash, proper and then just picking him up, shoving him out, out the ring, ring and being like. You wanted me. You yeah. wanted me all along and you fucking didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, it did make me wonder why did it take five minutes for Rusev to come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine he's there waiting at the back like, let me out. And they're like, no, we're playing replays. <laughs> um, other stuff on SmackDown. So the Usos versus Sanity didn't happen. Yeah. Where was the ref? <laughs> exactly. There was a scheduled match and the ref wasn't there. No referee. Are Sanity heels? I would assume so, yes. I'm getting booed. Um, Boosos. Gallows and Anderson had a rematch for no apparent reason against the Bludgeon Brothers. I thought this match was good. And you know what? I thought they were going to win. I kind of did as well. The only reason why I thought they were going to win is because they kept mentioning how it was an unconventional move by Paige to give them a second chance. Yeah. And I thought it would be like, oh, they're going to get a second chance. They're going to upset the odds. And then Bludgeon Brothers would be like, why the fuck did they even get a chance in the first place? Um, but no, it didn't happen. Um, and for a little bit at the start, I genuinely thought it was just going to be a squash. Yeah, yeah. And that was about it, right? Abs Anderson. Abs Anderson. That was about it. He looked great right now. Um, I think that was about it. Um, oh. Becky Lynch made oh. a statement on Billy Kay. Becky Lynch beat Billy Kay. Fairly convincingly. Yeah, and the commentators made a, quite a big point that she needs get, to get back on a roll. And get, yeah, get some momentum behind her. Uh, so um, she'll probably lose next week. Carmella and Ellsworth at the start. Yeah, with Asuka. This was an example of a good super kit from Carmelo, I thought. It was okay. Proper connected. Um, I still like how they're, they're still hopping back to what they had before, where things like he took, took his mask off and they were laughing with each other and they had a quick hug and <laughs> like, he went to hold on a bit too away. long and she was like, all right. <laughs> or when he mentioned about like when you love something, yeah. you got to let it go and she was kind of looking like, love what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like that they're still doing that kind of unrequited he's her bitch thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that was it. Yeah. Though, 
nice long episode for you. We were away last week, so, well, I was, but, um, you know, we've got a lot to catch up on. Let's see if we can wrap this up before it hits two hours. Oh, what are we on? One ninety one fifty nine twenty. Okay, so, um, thanks guys for listening. It's been the People's Wrestling Podcast. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at the underscore PWP and on Instagram at the same, at the underscore PWP. Yeah, not at the same. Not at the same. At the underscore PWP. You can find me on Twitter at AliBunker88. Aiden, where can I find you? At Aiden Bunker. Matt, where can they find you? Albert and Bumby. Um, and I think that's it. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. And we will soon. See you next week. I won't be here next week. Oh, what a bastard. You're on holiday, aren't you? Yes, I am. Well, everybody wish Matt a very lovely holiday in Cornwall. Um, Thanks so much. But we will see you next week.